Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Well, check off your to-do list at Macy's. I mean, I love weddings. Don't you love weddings? I love going to a wedding, but you have to be really careful with how you get dressed for a wedding because, all right, we all know you're not supposed to wear white, right? You can't wear white unless they tell you to wear white. And you really don't want to wear black because if you wear black, unless they tell you to wear black, then it feels like you're going to a funeral maybe, or you're depressed. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. You have to be really careful about what you're going to wear to a wedding. So pulling together the perfect wedding look, not that easy. But when you go to Macy's, they've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, and jewelry by the way, even skincare and makeup. So you can pull together a look for any dress code. I love one-stop shopping and Macy's has it all. They've got your glow up covered. So fabulous. All the things you need all in one spot. Check out Macy's wedding shop to help you get celebration ready at macy's.com slash wedding shop. This is Heather Dubrow's world, and now you can live in it two times a week right here on Podcast One. Welcome back, everybody. How are you? Okay, do you want to hear the weirdest thing? I can't even remember if we all talked about this, but um, I'm allergic to my AirPods. It's so annoying and crazy, but I'm allergic to them. And so now I've got these big old headsets on, one ear on, one ear off. My God, what is it with me and the allergies? But I'm telling you, they changed something about the plastic on the new AirPods and I can't wear them anymore. So if anyone has any recommendations for a different pair of like in the ear kind of AirPod-y things that aren't AirPods, let me know. Because I started looking online, but I don't know. What do I know? I have no idea. Anyway, um, I've gotten a couple of messages from people about the fact that I haven't been telling as many personal stories lately. So I wanted to just comment on it and um, maybe explain a little bit. I think that because while I was filming Housewives, you know, so much was is happening on the show that if I talk, I don't want to talk about it before it comes out. So I think kind of that was what was going on. So we'll talk about things more as they evolve. And um, I think it's going to be really fun. We're going to break everything down and and it's going to be Cool. But in the meantime, um, we have a great show today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what's been going on in my life. But also, Amy Phillips is coming on the show. She's so funny. She does all those um, housewife impersonations. Her impersonation of me is hilarious. We're going to talk about it. But anyway, she has a new cookbook, like a parody cookbook, and, and she'll be on in a little bit. So um, this weekend I, was such a cluster. I, You know, I don't like shopping. I mean, I like to have things, but I don't like going into the stores. And especially now, because I just feel like with the pandemic and being and ordering things and stuff, the stores don't have anything in them. And so I had to do a new interview look, you know, those confessionals that we do on Housewives. So I needed a new look and I didn't have anything. And I had one thing and then you have to get it approved by the network. They have to approve your look and they didn't like it. Rude. So I ran out, um, actually met another cast member and went shopping and, um, my gosh, it's just so weird being in the stores, but I did find a really cute sweater. I posted a picture of it. Maybe I'll post another picture. Um, and I'm where, and my boobs look so good, but it's really, it's the push-up bra. It's like a Victoria's Secret special push-up bra. 
it's not really my boob. So there you go. Um, and then Friday, I did my interview the whole day. And it you can't believe how long those interviews take. I mean, it's like hours and hours and hours in the chair. And what's weird is you try to remember what happened because it's now months ago. And, you know, remembering the nuances of a conversation or event, usually I'm okay with, but you know, when it, when it's so important you know, you have to like think about it. So did the interview all day Friday and then, um, I went home and I grabbed Terry and we went up to LA. So our friends were having a 10 year wedding anniversary party, just like a, you know, like a cocktail and small bite party at the Bel Air hotel. So we went up there and I haven't been there in so long. It's so beautiful. And a lot of celebrities get married there. It's like you walk in to this hotel and it's all outside the the first part of it. And there's a big pond with swans in it and this gorgeous big tree. And I mean, they've changed it over the years, but it's really, it's just so, so beautiful. Even the bathroom is so gorgeous. Like it's not even just wallpaper. There's, there's like three dimensional, like flowers on the walls. It's just, it's amazing. So we went up there and we went to this party. The Bellows were there too. And um, this is actually our friends, the Bergs, and they live next door to the lots that we bought in Idaho. And we've become really good friends. So we went up there and it was so fun. And we ran into friends we haven't seen in forever. And we met some new friends. And it was just one of those really fabulous, like we knew we'd have a good time, but I didn't know we'd have like a phenomenal time. And we really... We had so much fun. It was so great. So we were at the party for a few hours and then it was like 10 o'clock and we're like, okay, we should go. We need to go home. It's a long drive, whatever. And so then Terry was like, but I, I'm hungry. Let's go eat. And I was like, cause you know, they had like sushi and this beautiful food there, but Terry's not like a, like a stand up eater. As you know, he needs to sit, he needs a tablecloth, the whole thing. So we ended up going to the Beverly Hills hotel, which is where we got married and um, it was so great. But here's my mistake, and here's what I did wrong. So sometimes I'll see something on the menu that I really want, but I feel like, oh, I shouldn't eat that. So I order something different, and then I maybe will order that like for the table so we could have a bite of it, and then I end up eating all of it. It's just stupid. So that's what I did. I ordered this crab um, salad. And I had like, just like a little bit of the crab. And then I ordered a burger because that was what I was in the mood for. But while I was looking at the menu, I saw that they had pigs in a blanket. Well, I'm just going to tell you, I had two bites of the burger and I ate the entire cone of the pigs in the, and they were so unbelievably good. Like the perfect little hot dogs wrapped in the perfect amount of pastry. They were hot and fresh and they came with mustard. Oh my gosh. It was the best thing ever, but I wish I hadn't eaten the other things because I just ended up eating too much and I made myself sick. But I swear next time, I think I'm going to get like a little green salad and just the pigs in a blanket because that's what I wanted. And it was so good. So I guess my take home on that is I, I'm this is my resolution. As long as the year is ending here, I'm not going to do that anymore. If there's something I want, like if it's French fries or this, whatever it is, I'm just going to get that thing and I'm going to enjoy it. So there you go. It was so good. Oh my gosh. So, so good. And then on Saturday, um, I was working on my clothes for seven year stitch. Cause that's what we're doing this week is we have, um, our last three days of filming 
on seven year stitch. I can't believe it. It's just so crazy. I, I, I'm so excited to see how this show cuts together. Um, and then Cat uh, finally celebrated her birthday. So she had told me she wanted a dinosaur theme. And I was like, what? Like a dinosaur theme? And if you remember, our at home party for the family was a Marvel theme and it was very cool um, for just the family. And so I was like, you're going to have your friends at a dinner with a dinosaur theme. And I was thinking like, how do I do that? Not make it juvenile. Um, So Nicole and I talked about it and what she did was so amazing. I posted pictures, but I'll post some more. So the the girls, there were nine of them. They had dinner at Nobu and in the middle of the table, (laughs) Nicole made like, it was like a mini Jurassic park, like just trees and little lights. And the whole thing was a very cool centerpiece. And then each girl we found these giant eggs and they were made out of white chocolate and they come with a hammer. And when you break them, there's all kinds of candy inside, like chocolate rocks and gummy dinosaurs and and all that kind of stuff. It's like a prehistoric dessert thing. So we got those and she put them in a cloche. So a cloche is sort of like there's a base to it and there's a glass um, bell-shaped top pretty much that goes on top. So each girl got their own cloche with their egg in it and a little gold dinosaur. They were all different with their name attached to it as a place card. And, um, and then a bag with the mallet so that they could take them home. So um, they were having their dinner at Nobu and we got a table next to it. So it was just supposed to be me and Terry. And then Coco and her friend wanted to come. And then Nikki was like, well, I'll come. And I said, okay, great. And then he's like, can I bring three friends? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So we ended up having dinner with them. And I, you know, it's just, it's so cool. I, you know, first of all, it was great being able to watch Kat with her friends, but not be intrusive um, was amazing. And they were so cute and they had so much fun. And I got to sit with Coco and her friend and Nikki and his friends and, you know, he's known these three kids that came, two girls and a guy. He's known them, oh, I mean, since some of them since kindergarten. So it, it's just so great. I've known these kids, you know, almost their whole lives. And it's just, it's lovely to talk to them like humans and hear about where they want to go to school and what they're going to do. And and I know that, you know, me and Lindsay always talk about this. And, and by the way, yes, she's going to be back on the show. Um, but it's all about those ages and stages. And I just love the stage that they're in, it's amazing. And I mean, not to rush Coco or anything, but I kind of, I can't wait for her to be at that stage too. I've got to be honest. Um, so anyway, uh, after the dinner, well, the, the teenagers left and uh, they did a little birthday thing for Kat and then Kat and the girls, I got them um, a cottage at Lido house and I had all these balloons put in there and I did a whole Sunday bar for a dessert and the girls had so much fun. They had the most amazing time. Victoria's poor Victoria stayed over with them. Um, and they were up till like four o'clock in the morning. Very glad I wasn't there, but Victoria was there and, um, they had the best time ever. And it was just great. She had, she, it was awesome. And I'm just so happy for her because she was so not into the birthday and like, what am I going to do? And everything sounds so boring and I'm mm, just a dinner. And so it turned into a really fun event for her. So Sunday was just like sort of a chill day for her, for us, for everyone. Um, of course, she had the repercussions of staying up till four in the morning and was crying half the day about her homework and whatever else was going on. I'm like, you're tired. This is all that it is. You are tired. It's okay. Um, 
And then I was running on Sunday and I just like started crying about graduation. I cannot believe that the twins are graduating. And I guess the reason it was on my mind was I bought um, for our school's uh, fundraiser. They, you could buy um, or bid on seats, like front row seats at the graduation. So me and a girlfriend both bid on them and we got them. And so we got the good seats at the graduation, which is very exciting. So we don't have to get there crazy early and like try to put paper down and all that that I've done for the last graduations. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm so excited for them. And I just, I can't wait to watch the whole thing. I think what I'm going to do is hire Greg, my photographer, videographer, and if the school will allow it and have him come take the pictures and video and the whole thing, because I just don't want to be on my phone. I don't want to hold it. I don't want to look at the graduation through my phone, but I really want the photo. So I think I'm going to do that. Um, what else? Oh, so are you guys hearing that it's going to be very difficult to get holiday gifts? Because that's what I'm seeing everywhere. So I've spent the last few days working on, you know, holiday gifts, Hanukkah, dreidel gifts. Um, do you remember last year, instead of the advent calendar, I did that huge punch box. So we're doing a punch box again, and it's going to be super cool. I can't wait for you guys to see it. I don't want to tell you what it is yet, but it's going to be awesome. This is Heather Dubrow's World. If you know anything about me, you know that I love to design. I love to switch things up. And you know it's an easy way to do that in your home with paint. There's this cool company I recently became aware of called Claire. Claire is an innovative new e-commerce paint startup. It completely takes the hassle out of paint shopping with a streamlined selection of designer curated colors peel and stick paint swatches, and premium paint and supplies delivered straight to your door. I mean, Claire was founded by an interior designer named Nicole Gibbons. She is so talented, so amazing. And with an interior designer at the helm, Claire brings an expert point of view on color and design, which sets the brand apart from other paint companies. If you need a little help choosing a paint color, you can try Claire Color Genius. It's a fun two-minute quiz, and it's like having an interior designer help you choose a paint color. What's also great about Claire is that the brand offers better paint formulations that are zero VOC, Green Guard Gold certified for better indoor air quality, and meets the most stringent chemical emissions standard. Go to Claire.com slash Heather. That's C-L-A-R-E. Claire.com slash Heather for 10% off your order. That's Claire.com slash Heather for 10% off. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
Now, back to Heather Dubrow's world. But last year, there was a lot of candy, like oddball, like holiday candy in the punch box. And they were like, because eh, they didn't all like it. Um, so this year, I'm, I'm going in a little bit of a different direction. Um, there still will be some candy, but there's items in there, more like stocking stuffer kind of things. And I got some ugly Christmas sweaters and all kinds of fun things for them. So um, I've been doing that. I'm very excited about that. I'm excited about our decorations this year. I think it's going to be cool. Uh, remember her huge bow last year? That was amazing. I'm not sure it's going to be as epic as that, but it's going to be very, very pretty. And I'm also trying to figure out sort of a little holiday dinner or celebrations or whatever. I feel like my December is already gone because I am going to be in New York. I don't know if I can confirm or deny when, but right at the beginning of December for the premiere of Orange County Housewives. So I'm going to be gone then. We're going to Hawaii for a few days before Christmas. And then, um, I don't know, it just feels like there's not a lot of time. And then I'm having my foot surgery. Did we talk about this? So I'm having my foot surgery right after Christmas. And I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but I'm excited about it. I really am. I am excited to not hurt anymore, first of all, first and foremost. And second of all, I just, I'm excited to just sit down for a while. Is that crazy? I'm just been, I feel like I've just been go, 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 go. And I'm ready to take a step back. And I definitely have some projects that I'm going to do. I'm going to let myself like just chill for a week. And then I'm going to do some little projects like the twin senior pages and just some little things like that, that I need to get done. So that's the story there. Um, All right. So great show today. Amy Phillips is here talking about her book, cook it, spill it, throw it. So funny. Oh my God. Uh, The not so real housewives parody cookbook just came out this week. So I can't wait to talk to her about that. And before that, we're going to do the hippest, hottest, newest. So, um, I'm sticking with my theme of it's going to be hard to get things. One, one of the things, this might not be hip or hot or new, but uh, if you've never done this, it will be hip and hot and new to you. I love Christmas crackers. So if you don't know what a Christmas cracker is, it looks like it's like a Tootsie roll shape and you twist it and you pull it and there's a little snap pop thing in there. And inside there's usually a little paper crown there's usually a joke and there's a little trinket of some sort. So sometimes you get a little um, keychain or a little mini ruler or a little mini measuring tape or a hair clip. And they have themed ones like you can get nail polish ones or ones with candy in them. There's all different kinds. But I love doing this and it's super fun because they're really, they come in all different kinds of packaging. So they're a really fun way to decorate your table, whether it's Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, you birthdays, you can kind of get them for any occasion, but it, it's historically, traditionally a Christmas thing. That's why they're called Christmas crackers. So I got some this year from Selfridges, which is an amazing store in uh, London that I absolutely love. And so I ordered some from there, but you can really get them anywhere. If you just go Google Christmas crackers, um, there's a Kaspari has a lot of them. Um, actually I think William Sonoma has some, you can really find them lots of places, but look and see what's inside of them. Cause they will show you what kind of little 
toys and trinkets are inside because if it's not right, like if it's, if you have like four boys, you don't want to get the super girly ones, right. That are, unless they're into like hair clips and nail polish, stuff like that, then, then that's fine. But I'm just saying you want to go with what is going to work with your family. So I sort of, you know, look through them and, and figure out what everyone's going to love. And I like to mix it up every year. So what I would tell you is buy them. The ones that I got, um, I think they were about $40 for six of them. But I mean, you can find them as cheap as $18. They come in all different price ranges, especially if your kids are little, you don't have to spend a ton of money on them. It's just fun to pop them, put on the little paper crowns, tell the jokes. It's really, really fun. So depending on the design and and the quantity and the quality, you're going to spend for a set of six, somewhere between 25 and I mean, they go all the way up to 1200 bucks. You can find them, um, but go check them out. I think you're going to love them. All right. Stay tuned. Cause Amy Phillips is coming up next. You're listening to Heather Dubrow's world. I am very excited to have my next guest here. She is so funny. She's so amazing. I can't wait to talk about the genesis of how I discovered her and where she is now. She's got a new book out called Cook It, Spill It, Throw It, comedian and host of Reality Checked on Sirius XM. Please welcome Amy Phillips. It's so great to be here. Oh, oh my God. I'm sorry. I had to do you. I had to do you. (laughs) I am so elated. I will will never forget the first time. I I swear. I think it was the first time you ever did me and you're sitting in the back of a car. Yes. You're you're holding your phone like exactly Mm -hmm. in this, the way I I hold my phone the most oddball way and you're, and you were um, gargling rocks. Yeah. Yes, I was gargling <laughs> rocks. That was my husband's idea, like doing all of the acting exercises. And, um, you know, my husband's like, you should just like gargle. Let's, let's just get some rocks. We got, you know, that sugar candy, like that rock candy. That's what I was doing. I love that out of the gates, you were so on board with it. Like that's when, you know, what, you know, when a housewife can appreciate, you know, has a great sense of humor and you laugh at yourself and you've been so supportive from day one. So thank you. Yeah. Well, of course I adore you. I think you're so, so talented and, um, I absolutely love it. I, I don't know how you, you, the way you go back and forth so seamlessly between people, that's what really blows me away. <laughs> it's, um, terrifying really at the end of the day. I, it's very I watched, weird. <laughs> yeah. I watched your live that you were doing with your, uh, co-author and, um, you were having technological problems, by the way, speaking, because we were, I just had a technological problem for 30 seconds just now, but you guys she were fixed it guys, fixed it. You guys quick. were so funny though. You were like, there was an echo. You could have, Oh my God. Out. Right. Yeah. Unboxing the thing. And, but by the way, I found it so funny that like I, the echo didn't bother me. I, you guys were just so, it was so funny. <laughs> Thanks. That was Doug Buden. He has this really fun cooking show and he had me on to, to promote my book and we had a blast. Yeah, that was really fun. It was super cute. So go back to the beginning. How did, how did this mm-hmm. happen? Like, how did you fall into this Bravo sphere? I know it was, um, well, I, I'm, I'm an actress, Heather. I'm sure you can appreciate. Thank I can, you very much. although you're not Angelina Jolie. I am not. Cat. No, I am not. I, apparently, not. as I've been reminded. <laughs> television. Um, so I just have always been an actor, you know, in comedy, I have always been doing impersonation since I was young. So those obviously came out throughout, you know, middle school, high school and into 
the acting world. It, it kind of crossed over. So like I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York. And right. so when I was there, you know, I was studied all the techniques and did all that great stuff. But of course I would impersonate my teachers and <laughs> so they're like, yeah, you're kind of leaning in. I think the comedy world is what's calling you. So, um, you know, cut to, I got into improv voiceover, um, sketch comedy. I did a little bit of stand-up. I, I am from the Detroit area. So I went to Detroit. Then I went to Chicago, did improv, commercial work, all that stuff. Um, and then from there, I came to LA. When I got to LA, YouTube was a thing. And at that point, people were making character reels, you know, to put themselves on tape for, to get, you know, on sketch shows, what have you. Right. So I really leaned into that and I started to put together a reel. I used to do a lot of celebrity impressions, anyone from, you know, from like Joan Rivers to like uh, uh, Alan DeGeneres. Isn't that weird? Um, You know, all those things from way back when. So I put together a reel of celebrity impersonations and characters that I would do. And at that point, I had discovered the Rachel Zoe project, which I thought was just so riveting. And um, so I had to do a Rachel Zoe video. So I did a Rachel Zoe video. And that's really what my uh, gateway drug was uh, to Bravo was the Rachel Zoe project. So I started to do um, Bravo Liberties. And from there was Ramona Singer. And and then that sort of catapulted me onto the radar of Watch What Happens Live. And they were so amazing because they would, they contacted me and said, can we show your Rachel Zoe video? Can we show your Ramona Singer video? Then Ramona Singer got in touch with me. She's like, you know what? I just want to have, I think you should be on Watch Happens Live with me and I'll be Ramona. You can be Ramona. We can be Ramonas together. So <laughs> brilliant. So it was really, you know, she really did, went Ramona, really women supporting women. She really does support women. So went to New York, got to meet Andy Cohen, got to be behind the bar. And Andy was like, we want you to keep doing these videos. So from there on out, we kind of struck up a deal. And from there on out, they would come to me and say, can you do this person? Um, or I would pitch to them. Like, I was like, I love Heather Dubrow. I'm totally obsessed. Can I please do a video? Which I did. And then they were like, we love that video so much. Please give us another so I did another one. And then, um, so it, it just so funny. <laughs> it didn't stop and I can't stop, won't stop. And I've continued to do housewives, you know, I've kind of left regular, regular, boring celebrities aside. Now yes. it's just Bravo celebrities, and that's what I do. And, um, now here I am. <laughs> it's crazy. You, but you know what I love about that? I mean, I think a lot of people we, get too precious with their content like mm-hmm. I, like when I speak to, you know, I talk to a lot of people and, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing this, they're doing that and really talented people, but they're so like nervous mm-hmm. to lose hand either because of money or because of a deal or whatever. But you, if you don't push yourself forward, nothing's going to happen. I like that. You just went for it. I agree. And I think that's a perfect example. And it, it speaks a lot of what you talk about on your podcast too. And business decisions that you make, creative projects that you choose. It's like the, the doors that were opening for me were in fact, those of were really specific to Bravo. So it was like, I am going to lean into this a hundred percent. I'm going to put other things aside. I'm going to start focusing on this and I'm going to start doing more of this because it's giving way. And that's where I found more success to happen. So it's like, you know, as an actor, as you know, you really, especially now you have to diversify. You have to yeah. like do everything. You know, you've got a podcast, you do television, you do books, you do everything. And it didn't, hasn't always been like that 
But no. now it's so much more like that because we have the ability at our hands to, to tap into all these mediums. So that's what became clear to me. It was like, I can diversify and, and I can still go on auditions. I'm still going to try to do on camera. I'm still going to do everything I can. Voiceover is, has always been my bread and butter doing commercial voiceovers. I'm going to keep doing that. And you sort of have to compartmentalize what you're doing. And then once something starts to push, you want to give it more energy. So yeah. that's why I gave it more energy, more, more time and continued going in that direction. And then, and then cut to years later, I was thinking about when people were, everyone's popping up with the podcast. There weren't really many housewives podcasts at that time. Right. Um, this is about six years ago. So I thought I want to do a housewives podcast. So I got in touch with Andy because I just wanted to have his blessing and just say, Hey, I want to do a podcast. You know, you've given me so many opportunities. Is this okay? Can I have daddy Andy's blessing on this? Yeah. And he was like, yes, but don't you want to do it on radio Andy? And I was like, what is radio Andy? At that point he had not launched his Sirius XM uh, channel. Right. So he was like, I don't have anyone on the channel doing anything with housewives. So why don't you be that person? So sure enough, I got a show, uh, one day a week, one morning a week for an hour um, I did that for a year and a half and it went to two days a week. Then it went to five days a week. So now I'm Monday through Friday. And again, completely unexpected, totally unexpected. And that is like literally like my job now. <laughs> this is Heather Dubrow's world. Before you book any brunch, you pour over lists and lists of reviews, Right. So why don't you do the same when you're booking a doctor's appointment? With ZocDoc, you can see real verified patient reviews to help find the right doctor in your network and in your neighborhood. After all, finding the right doctor is just as, if not more important than finding the right plate of Eggs Benedict, right? ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. And you could be one of them. Go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that's right for you, and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Heather and download the ZocDoc app for free. And then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com, ZocDoc.com slash Heather, ZocDoc.com slash Heather. Now back to Heather Dubrow's world. Tell, tell people who aren't familiar with your show, what your basic yeah. content is. I mean, are you just, are you, is it like a recap of what's been going on on Bravo? What do you, what are you doing? Yes, it is literally recapping what was on last night. So, um, for example, today, you know, Salt Lake City and Potomac were on last night. Okay. So I will actually just cover Salt Lake today and then tomorrow I'll do Potomac for, for the most, because it's a double header, you know, you want to, uh, I have to kind of spread them out, but yeah. And, and then I I'll do like below deck on Wednesday. I'll do million dollar listing on Friday or project okay. runway. <laughs> Wait a minute. How old is your baby? She's four. How are you, when do you have time to watch all these shows? Uh, this for you to ask me that question is blowing my mind because you should talk. <laughs> I mean, I, but would, I, I wouldn't pick catapult that back to you, ping pong it back to you, but I'll, I'll answer it. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I, I love the flexibility of my schedule because what I do is I have the ability to be with my daughter at certain windows of the day. And then after I put her to bed, 
I'll do the work after she's in okay. bed. I do and all the prep for school. my show at night. She's in preschool. She goes three days a week. Okay. So it's not, you know, I, we're still, we might have to do more right now, but my husband is able to be with her for the most part, because he used to work at second city comedy theater and that's closed now. So right. um, blessing in disguise, he's able to be parent and be a dad and be here when I need to work. So it's actually kind of works out. Um, I've been broadcasting from my home and we're not in the studio yet. So that makes it a little easier. Yeah. Um, and so I just try to balance it. I get up early, I stay up late and then I have the windows of time when she's at school. And how about you? <laughs> well, I, you know, my kids are older now, so it's uh-huh. a little bit easier. I mean, honestly, during the pandemic, it was a shit show. Like right now, I'm so, so I'm not in the studio anymore either. You know, I had to mm-hmm. pivot and, you know, build something in the house. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so when they were all home, that was a disaster. I mean, for everyone, like, you know, <laughs> right. Whatever. No, but, even. but in general, mm-hmm. they all four of them go to school. So even though... Right. Sadly, I don't know why, but the, everyone seems to have their, except my youngest, everyone seems to have their phone at school, seems to be able to oh, really me many times during the day. <laughs> I don't know why that's a thing, but that happens. Mom, I need a, uh, mom, did oh. you, uh, or even just to say hi, they just call, Aww, text, which is kind of cute. Nice. But I do have that period of time. So yeah. even even before the pandemic, like if I had to run up to LA, like if I was co-hosting something or mm-hmm. they're doing a spot on a show, I could literally drop my kids at school, run up to LA, do my thing and be back in time. Wow. That's and amazing. And if I missed, blessing, the school is a blessing, but also if I missed like the pickup, I have help. So someone would get the pickup and then, but I'd be mm-hmm. home for dinner. So I really- yeah. I, I've always been able, I've been very lucky yes. that I've been able to be home with them. Because look, you know, as an actress, I was on set sometimes 17 hours a day. I loved every second of it. Do not get me of wrong. Of course, of course. But that it. would not fly with, with, your, with having... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I didn't have them all to not be mm-hmm. there. And mm-hmm. so, look, mm-hmm. it's not perfect. It's not a perfect balance. I think right now, because we were filming Housewives the last few months, I mean, they would probably tell you I haven't been around very much because we mm-hmm. were traveling and this whole mm-hmm. thing. But in general, I'm here. So I really try to take the opportunity of when they're at school to get everything done. I mean, I, I don't do watch feel a like lot of TV. You don't watch it. Okay. Well, and that's, the, that's funny because, well, because you're making the TV. So I think the time you spent <laughs> making it is the time I'm spending watching it. No, it's true. But, but, but you know, look, that's part of your job. It's like, yeah, of course. Content. They, I mean, I've sat with in, like influencers. And it's the craziest thing. Like what I, I told the story before, but Amanda Cerny was uh-huh. on my show like years ago and she was so funny. I was like, we we're talking about television. And I was like, what do you watch? And she's like, you mean like Netflix? I'm like, no, I meant like television, but she's like, she was too young. She didn't understand television. And then wow. every like 15 mm. minutes, her phone would go bing. And I would say, what's with the binging? And she goes, I need to post. Oh, no way. An alert to post. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not in that. Wow. No, but also, that's, but that's what works. Right. Her. Of course. What I'm saying is in her age group and in her mm-hmm. milieu, it's like, that's what they do. And yeah, of course, mm-hmm. this is what you do. And my, I mean, it's just like, that's what we do. Also, it's, I do feel like I could be doing way more and I know that I can be doing way more, but I can't. I'm choosing to spend that time with my daughter. Right. So it's like, I could be doing more TikToks. I could be doing more of everything, Yeah, but I'm not. This is a season of my life where it's like, this is my priority is getting the work done that I need to do, doing as much as I possibly can. 
but I have to prioritize baby daughter. I mean, like she's, she's, she's only, this is only going to last for a very short amount of time. And that's, you know, so it's true. And you know, it's funny. Like I have a girlfriend who's an actress, she's very successful and her husband's a director and she was like taking care of the kids and he was, you know, flying all over the place and, you know, directing movies and stuff. And so I was with them recently and she was like, oh, well, her second daughter's almost gone. And she's like, and then I'm going to, and she's got like a plan. And I was listening to her and I was thinking, gosh, it's so funny when we're younger, we're so worried about time. Mm. Yes, like, like yes. three years seems so long. And like, mm-hmm. I can't put this on hold for years. What's yep. the point? Yep. And then I think as you get older, you get a little better sense yes. of time and you realize, totally. you know what? Two years, five years, it's four years. Nothing. It's nothing. It is that you said it perfectly. And I have embarked on this. Uh, I've evolved into that way of thinking because I realized as you get older, you realize how quickly time goes by when you're younger. It somehow doesn't translate. It doesn't go by as fast as it does when you get older. And so when I do, and it has helped me so much, it has been a gift to understand that concept because then I don't feel bad. I'm not right saying, Oh, you're not doing enough. I'm not beating myself up all the time. I just go, well, that sucks. I couldn't get that done. And I couldn't get, you know, I have a lot of ideas that I would like to execute. And if I can't get them done, I just don't do it. I have to move on and I can't beat myself up for it because at the end of the day, so what a couple months goes by a year goes by, I'll get back on it. And it's fine. Just get a little yeah. more Botox. No one will know. No one will know. Pull your ponytail <laughs> tighter. It'll be fine. Um, no, exactly. I guess exactly. And I feel the same way. And I think I, when I was younger, I would have like a lot of anxiety about it. And even like mm-hmm. I had this talk show that I've been working on. I mean, literally I wrote the treatment for it in 2008. Wow. Yeah. And I forgot about it and, and I had resurrected and whatever, and we had it on its feet at E and right before the pandemic and <gasps> they, we incubated it at um, daily pop and it was like a thing. Oh my gosh. And then the world lit, I mean, my life stream and the world shut down. Dang it. And then a, a lot of things changed at E in daytime and all this kind of thing. And but you know oh. what? It was so hard, but I regrouped mm-hmm. of and course. Like, you know, moved to the next thing. I mourned it and I went, okay, well, so not that, but maybe this, or maybe it is that, but not there. I mean, Terry and I had a mm-hmm. show um, called uh, seven year stitch that we were supposed to do two years ago. And the same thing happened and we're shooting it now. I was wondering about that. Cause I was watching your stories and <laughs> you guys were shopping at Walmart. <laughs> I was, that was so it was funny. So, it was so funny. He was, he's so obsessed with it. I love it. And I was like, what is this idea? What are they doing? And I, and so, yeah. And so this was an idea that you had and now it, it has been resurrected. That's exciting. Well, because of the pandemic, it got shut down and then it yeah. started again. And then with the couples, you couldn't fly people. It was just right. It, and it really looked like it was never ever happening. Like really, we had gotten to the point where we were like a bummer. That would have been fun, you know, and now we're actually the the last three days of filming are today, tomorrow and the next day. That's amazing. And and now that you've done so with your podcast, though, because you've been at home, have you been able to has that been an exciting thing to be able to pivot in the landscape of Zoom interviews that you've been able to, like, do more of that or do you dislike it? I actually do like it. I mean, truthfully, (laughs) I'll tell you a couple (laughs) things. First of all, um, it's nice 
the Zoom thing works. I thought it would be like a filter, but it's not. It's fine. I feel like I'm talking. I feel like I'm sitting with yeah. you, which mm-hmm. is great. And then you know how like people used to come into your studio and if you're not friendly with them or something, there's that awkward, like <laughs> once you're done, you're like, okay, well, All right. thanks for coming. And uh, there's a door. <laughs> and so, I mean, not to be rude about it, but like, right, you know, right, you got right, stuff right. to do. So it sure. sort of takes that it is like, off. All you team. have to do is hit this button, leave. That's it. Oh, wait, um, hold on. No, it's please leave. Right. Please leave. <laughs> and says, please leave. Please go. And then, and then the other thing is it's, it's was very, it's been very difficult for me to keep up my energy uh, with the podcast while I was filming Housewives. Oh, you still did it during Housewives? I took a couple of weeks off just because it I, I had to with the travel. Yeah, I don't know how you was did filming that. Seven mm-hmm. Year Stitch at the same exact time. Oh, and so mm-hmm. it was like a little bit of a cluster. But yeah. um, and then the other thing is, you know, I'm filming Housewives, which is about our lives, and so right. I so talk you about have to live your life, which is the podcast. It's a big part of it. Right. But also I don't want to give away the show. And so I don't want to talk about things happening in my life that we're filming. Uh, oh, right. I and then see. I, that yeah. does get tricky. Okay. It I gotcha. gets tricky. And so uh-huh. I feel like my audience was kind of like, wait, uh-huh. but what's going on with you? And I'm like, I can't, I can't tell you, but I will tell you. That is. Yeah. And they're like, well, I don't even have time to live a second life to no. give you this narrative because yeah. <laughs> it's only time for this. Exactly. That gets a little drinking. Yeah. I know. This is Heather Dubrow's world. When I travel, I worry. I worry. What's going to happen? Am I going to hurt myself? Am I going to be too far from home? What if, what if I hurt myself? What if Terry gets hurt? What are we going to do? You guys remember when Terry and I went to that spa and we were trail running and I jacked up my leg? Well, guess what? I thought about it. I'm like, what would I do if it was really bad? That's how I found out about AirMed Care Network fly you home. If you get hurt or you get sick and you're hospitalized more than 150 nautical miles from home, they will transport you to a hospital of your choice in a medically equipped private aircraft. And you won't have to pay a dime out of pocket for it. They've also completed more than 18,000 missions and have over 30 years of experience. So you can expect industry-leading care while recovering. Now, I know what you're thinking. This must be expensive, but It's as cheap as $134 a year for your entire household. And if you use code Heather, they will give you up to a $60 gift card when you join. So for all of you like me who love getting out there, I cannot recommend enough the financial peace of mind you will feel with an AMCN Fly You Home membership. Just visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash Heather today and get up to a $60 gift card with code Heather. Again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com slash Heather and use code Heather. You're listening to Heather Dubrow's World. All right. Well, tell me about the book. How did how did the book? Um, oh my gosh! How did this idea? It's so, by the way, the book is. Let me just tell you. <laughs> okay. The book is so funny. It's so great, and Thank I mean, like, really, it. Sometimes, Thank you, Heather. Sometimes when people put out merch, let's call it merch. Right. Right. Sure. Sometimes when people put out merch, it's like a little bit of an eye roll. Mm, of course. And there's been plenty of housewife eye roll merch, things that aren't even accurate, things that are this, things that are that. Mm-hmm. This is so funny. 
And it's a cookbook. I mean, it's actually a real cookbook, but a real cookbook. But the pictures and the, th- it's so good. <laughs> Did it's you? So see? Okay. So obviously it's a cookbook. And of course, yep, there's mine. This is, this is Heather's. I'm showing the picture right now. The do broken bow. Wait, hold it up. Hold, will you hold it up? And, and yeah. So they could take a of picture. Course. Of I mean, it's epic. <laughs> it's so funny. And it is really one of my favorite desserts too. And that this, this was the DeBroken Bow Champagne Cupcakes was like number within the first three recipes that I came up with, of course, because everyone knows that this is a huge food moment. So circling back to your question, how did this come about? Chef Stuart O'Keefe, who is an Irish chef, um, who's gorgeous, by the way, um, he like had this idea. He was watching Housewives one night with his friend and he was like thinking, has anyone ever done a cookbook that's like about the housewives? And he thought to himself, I love this concept, but I can't do it by myself. I need someone who's more connected to the housewives that is funny, that can write the blurbs, that can help me make this cohesive. So he reached out to me (laughs) and I signed on faster than a housewife walking off of a reunion, of course. (laughs) But at first I was like, what? A cookbook housewives. I don't get it. Like I really didn't get it. And it took me like 24 hours to go, oh my God, that's actually brilliant. Because if you think about it, when you really break it down, every time there's a fight, a feud, throwing something, food, a drink, whatever, it's around, you're around food. You're in a restaurant, you're at dinner, you're at brunch, you're at the quiet woman. I mean, it's, this is what's happening in the world of housewives. You have to get together. And, and so, so many moments in housewives history are inspired by um, these recipes and just people in general, you know, I mean, so of course, Dubro, we take your name and we make it do broken because it's a broken bow. When, when of course, somebody on an uninvited guest came to your name change party and they so funny, we're really having a sugar problem. So they decided to take a bow off your cake. And I was just as appalled. I mean, come on. And, um, it's so- my face though. There's so many, I've seen the, the like the little memes of me. She broke the bow off my cake and ate it. Like, why was my face like that? What happened? I don't know. I wonder about my face all the time. So I, I hear you, but I love it. I mean, I it was, but it is very, and the fact that Terry was involved there too. And there was just so many moving so parts. Funny. It was an, it was a moment also inspired uh, by one of the, the scenes that you were in is Irish bus fight stew. So when you guys were in Ireland and of course, you know, retracing Megan's ancestors, trying to find Megan's ancestors. (laughs) Um, you guys were on this bus to the airport. And I mean, this was like hell. This was the bus ride from hell. This was insane. No, it It was all dark and grainy. And then we love that. So of course we have this stew that was created based on that moment. Um, there are a lot of cocktails in this book. Uh, of course, because there are so many moments of housewife's history where, you know, that we're, there's a lot of drinking. Um, and of course, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, I mean, anything from season to spritzer from when Tamara threw the first drink in Gina Keogh's face, the first drink that was thrown when she served her with a cease and desist or the way that Tamara says it, assassin desist. Um, (laughs) we have a coated a casserole, which is of course, you know, Vicky did the casserole. She wants is a casserole. 
So that's for Vicky. Um, there are so many, so many beautiful recipes. I mean, we've got all the cities covered that were out at the time. We don't have Salt Lake city in here, but if you, if anyone pre-ordered the book cookbook, we have four bonus Salt Lake city recipes that we included as a digital incentive. Um, but Potomac is in here and we have an amazing Potomac and cheese with crab. So cute. So, so there's just, you know, there's a lot of puns and there's a lot of, it's, it's, um, it's a real send up to the housewives. It's a celebration. We're not dragging, we're celebrating and we, we love the housewives. It's just like a, it's a fandom, you know, this is for fans of the housewives. Cause they're going to page through this and they get to remember, oh my God, that's right. Sonia was going to come out with a toaster oven. So now we have a recipe for toaster oven tarts for Sonia. I mean, there's just so many things in here that will remind you of the days like, Oh my God. There's just another, another OC recipe. This isn't my plate. You stupid filleting bitch. That's Shannon. Um, so many, so many fun recipes and we had a blast. Also, one of the other things that I love about it is that we have menus. So like when OC comes back, I mean, Heather Dubrow is back. This is when, when do we get to see? I don't Well, I can't confirm or deny. Okay. I know. So, so when, it's coming out soon. Okay. Soon ish. Yeah. What's your favorite? You don't have to say OC, by the way. There's no, I don't care. But what is your favorite franchise? Like when, which is the one when it comes on, you're like, oh, I want to watch Well, it. right now it's Salt Lake City. Okay. Right now it's Salt Lake City because it's just bonkers. I mean, it's just wackadoo bonkers, cuckoo. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, we have someone in their tagline actually says, don't come for me or I'll send Jesus after you. I mean, who, so, so we've got that. We've got the, we've got this religious backdrop of Mormon. We've got, um, the backdrop of, of the snow in Salt Lake city. Um, we've got an arrest happening. We've got, it's just, it's something that I've never seen before. Um, if you were to ask me earlier this year, I would have said Potomac. I love Potomac. It's one of my faves. And if you were to ask me, it just depends. So, I can I just ask you about Housewives? I'm so excited yeah, that you're back. Totally. I'm yeah. so excited that you're coming back. Oh. I have been waiting for this moment for a really long time. And I felt it within me. I was like, you know, for years, I was like, I had to kind of mourn the loss. You know, I'm like, okay, <laughs> she's you. gone. I appreciate it's fine. That. But I never stopped doing your impression on my show, of course, because it's fun. Thank you. And then I was like, it's gonna be like three to five years. And so what is it? If you were to, what is the math on that? How long has it been? So it's four seasons that I was gone, but it's five years because wow. of the pandemic. Uh-huh. So wow. it's five years. So what's really crazy is when we were shooting this season, 16, it was the 10 year anniversary of when I started. Oh, is it really? Oh my Yeah. Gosh. Because Coco was like nine, 10 months old when we started and she's mm-hmm. turning 11 in December. Oh my gosh. It's like Think we're going to see your babies all grown up. That's what it's I'm It's crazy. To see. I mean, well, to be honest with you, that's one of the reasons, one of the big reasons mm-hmm. that we came back. Because I know everyone's always like, why? Like, wh- like what, what would make you do this to yourself? And trust me. And do this to yourself. Andy and I. <laughs> that's actually <laughs> a very good point. <laughs> yeah. Andy and I have talked about this and before and since and recently. And I, wrote, I texted him. I go, what was I thinking? But why? Why did I think this was a good idea? Because um, the first couple of episodes are very um, impactful. 
Uh-huh. Andy said, Andy said on his show the other day that the first couple of episodes start with a bang. Okay. Wow. Really? I would agree with that. Yeah. So, so, uh-huh. um, it was a lot. And I, I was like, there were many days I was like, I am too old for this. Do you and, regret it? Um, I don't know. Let me see how it all edits together. And then I'll tell you after it. Okay. But, beforehand, I mean, truthfully, when Max, when my daughter, whose book also comes out this week. Oh, how exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. You must be so proud. That's awesome. I I really am. But when she came out as bisexual, the, uh, the amount of comments and lovely support and, Mm -hmm. and then she started a podcast and she wrote this book and, Mm -hmm. and really has created such an incredible community. And there's a lot of adults Amazing. I thought it, we thought it would be kids that would be like listening, but you know, TikTok is too long for them. So, you know, to listen <laughs> right, to a podcast right, for that, right, but it's too, a lot true. of parents that are ah, you know interested. Oh. So when, so when I got approached to do the show, I laughed and then I thought about it and I thought, you know, it's interesting. Like my kids, I have these four kids and they're all very different and they're different genders and they're mm-hmm. different sexual orientations. Mm-hmm. And you'll learn all this as the season kind of goes on. And Mm -hmm. I thought, wouldn't it be cool to show the world like what our version of our normal family? Yes. Hallelujah to that. That's amazing. One of the only things that I liked about Bronwyn being on the show, actually the only thing I liked about her being on the show was uh, when her son dressed up in drag and was exploring that avenue. And I thought this is so unlike anything we've seen. And I really appreciated that. And I think there's not enough of that. So many parents out there and, you know, who obviously we've got so many mothers, so many parents watching in Real Housewives and what an impact that you can have to tell your story. So I, I, I'm, I applaud you for doing that. I, I really applaud your kids because obviously, and I've heard your podcast and I've heard you talk about it. You obviously sat them down and they were all so game to do it, which is amazing to me because a lot of kids now they understand the reality of being on television. They understand what it could do or what it can't do. Yeah. And the fact that they were so gung ho for it was really surprising to me and really refreshing. Yeah, it was nice. And I think, you know, Max had some trouble with it in the middle, you know, she mm-hmm. got anxiety and you know, she got worried at one point, how are they going to yeah. portray us? And how is that going to look? And how is sure. this going to, you know, and, and I think it's all going to be fine. I'm not mm-hmm. worried about them at all, but yeah, I feel like they're all very open and honest with who they are and, you know, trying to find their places in the human race and figuring out who and what they want to be. And it's really it is amazing. So, you know, I, yes, the show is about, you know, drama between the ladies and, you know, sort of like this inspirational, aspirational life of where you live and what kind of trips you go on and what you wear and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But what I think this particular season, drama side, there's definitely drama, there's all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that the personal stories are so interesting across mm-hmm. the board and good and I think the audience is going to become very re-engaged. Hmm. Thank God. Because the last, I, I know a lot of people had a, a problem with OC the last season. And that's what I heard. I didn't see it, yeah. but that's what I hear. Well, and also I think too, the pandemic was very challenging. I mean, it was one of those things where I was like, well, I, when I'm recapping this on my show and stuff like that, especially with all the shows that have been filmed during the pandemic, I'm like, let's 
we have to take that into consideration. They are yeah. doing the best they can. They gave us a show, you know, like, let's just start there because this is huge. And all the, the COVID precautions and all of the things that you have to jump through the hoops and the cast trips, you can't do that. So of course right. it, that's, it's not going to be like how it was. So, um, but I think a lot of people had some issues with it and were just really fed up. So, and that goes beyond the COVID stuff. You're listening to Heather Dubrow's World. Do you own or rent your home? Yeah, sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. G-E-I-C-O. GEICO.com. Now, back to Heather Dubrow's world. Yeah. So, I, it's Well, I don't you nice. think it's because, I mean, I mean, like, to your point, look at, like, the real world. I mean, they had mm-hmm. nothing. They didn't go anywhere. They didn't do anything. They were in <laughs> a house, true. you know, right. like, That's or Big true. Brother. They're just in a house. Right, I right. think that the, it's authenticity mm-hmm. that works. Mm-hmm. It's authenticity that sells. It's authenticity that the audience understands. And I think when, mm-hmm. sh- not even our show, like any reality show starts going in odd directions or mm-hmm. you get people on that just want to be famous or have like an agenda, it just doesn't work. Right. No, it's too forced. And also the viewers can sense it like no one's business. And yeah. I would imagine that as a cast member on a show like that, that would be very frustrating to work with another individual. Would you say that there is anyone on the cast that is like that right now, currently? I would say I'm going to let you watch it mm-hmm. and I'm going to let you see. I'm curious to hear your opinion on the whole thing and see who you I resonate with. But I really, I swear, I mean this. It starts off with a bang. It's, there's a lot of really um, interesting friendships mm-hmm. and a lot of interesting personal story. And it ends this season ends in the most surprising way ever. It's like, it's so unexpected and it's really wow. Great. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so yeah. excited. It's going to be good. I'm so excited. I think, I think it's going to be good. I think you're going to like it. Wow. I'm just dying to know, like, I know you can't answer all these questions. I'm like, who are you getting along with? Who are you hanging out? Where do you yeah, guys live? This- are you in Chicago? No, I, I'm in LA. Oh, you're in LA. Okay. I'm in LA. I've been in LA for like 12, 13 years, like as of this month, which is crazy. Isn't that crazy? It, well, again, to our point, time goes by really quickly. Um, I lived in Los Feliz, then I lived in Glendale and I just, we just bought our first house and we live in Santa Clarita now. I don't even know where that is. Where's Santa I know Clarita? it's, it's far out. Santa Clarita is um, north and uh, right off of the five. So gosh, I mean- I'm trying to think like, how long does it take you to get into LA? Um, with no traffic, 30 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. Yeah. She's out the window. (laughs) (laughs) We locked her outside. I know. Yeah. Right. So I can wear, we locked her outside. Um, yeah, it's really nice. It's a great, it's like a suburb. It's a suburb of life, which I have not experienced since I was, you know, in high school. So this is like a whole new, I'm so thrilled. It's like amazing. 
That's so funny. We're so ready. We're uh, because of the ages of our kids. We're like on the other end now. We're going. When are we moving back to LA? Oh, good. I think that'd be great. I'd like to do that too. It's it, you know you have to kind of like get a little bit of both. You know, both worlds. It depends on where you are in your life and you know needing space, needing a little bit. I was feeling claustrophobic. I mean, we weren't in a house. We were like renting or renting a condo. So now, like, it's just very independent to be here to have our own space. It's like, it's a whole new world. I love that. So what's next for you? So you've got this very successful radio show. You got this new book out. You're doing yes. everything. What's next? Um, let, what's next? Good question. I actually, I'm working on a live stage show of, oh. you know, like a one woman show, yeah. kind of like a stand up routine, but going in and out of my impersonation, storytelling, you know, my experiences with, uh, you know, Bravo with my personal experiences and, and housewives and things like that. So I was actually, I started working on that right before I got approached for this book. So it's actually a good thing because the pandemic happened. I wouldn't have been able to put this show up. Right. Um, and so now once this book is up and running 2022, I hope to get up on stage at some point, maybe halfway through the year, um, and, uh, and tour it. I love it. I'm so coming to see you and you have my permission to, to do me in your show. How about Thank that? you so much. I really, <laughs> and I always appreciate how supportive you are. I mean, and you were on the ground floor of that. It was like Ramona, you, and like, I, there are very special housewives that come along and you are one of them. You are top notch. And that just speaks so much to your character and to all your listeners, like you are the real freaking deal. So I just really appreciate it. Well, it's my pleasure. You're super talented. Tell everyone how to find you on social media and how to find the show. Thanks. Um, and get well, the book. And get the book. Yes. Cook it, spill it, throw it. It's the Not So Real Housewives parody cookbook. You can get it anywhere. Books are sold. Barnes and Noble, Amazon, you name it. It's HarperCollins, Day Street Books. And um, we're doing a book signing here in LA at the Grove on November 20th. So that's going to be super fun. Um, and then, uh, you can follow me at meet Amy Phillips on Instagram, real Amy Phillips on TikTok. I'm trying to keep up with the kids and the TikToks. Yeah, I can't do it. <sighs> you don't need to. <laughs> I probably do. do. Thank you so much for being here. I absolutely Thank adore you, Heather. You. I do too. I, I adore you too. Thank you. This is Heather Dubrow's world. Here's Heather. Oh my God. She's so fun. I can't wait to see <laughs> if and how she imitates me this season. This will be interesting. All right. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, check us out tomorrow when Ravi's coming back and he's so fun and we have like really great things to talk about and travel and everything that's going on with traveling these days. And if you have a second, go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review and say what you love about Heather Dubrow's world. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to Heather Dubrow's World. Download new episodes every Thursday and Friday on Podcast One, the Podcast One app, or Apple Podcasts. And please make sure to subscribe to the show and leave a lovely five-star rating. Go to Apple Podcasts and say how much you love Heather Dubrow's World. See you next week. Do you own or rent your home? Yeah, sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. 
It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. G-E-I-C-O, Geico.com. All this month, celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month with Pluto TV. Watch movies like Compadres in the Spy Kids trilogy or your favorite stars like Luis Gerardo Mendez in Camino a Marte. Plus, Pluto TV has thousands more movies and TV shows and over 45 channels in Spanish, all for free. So download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming today. Pluto TV, drop in, watch free.